As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. All right, so we are here for a kind of a postmortem of the uh, last arc that we did, the Strange Magic one, uh, after which was a kind of a test run, although it kind of turned into its own proper arc, um, but uh, kind of going over some changes that we made before that to kind of balance some things out. So we are now balancing the balance patches which is always fun. Um, so I think we pretty, we're getting good at what I, I think we're getting closer to what ideally should be kind of, we're kind of getting some good polish on our mechanics, but I did feel like there was some, uh, some rough spots that I think we should address and figure out how we want to uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, so why don't you go and, just for, uh, you know, proper sake, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Carnival. I'm Deathmaster780. And I'm Torpid Typist. All right. So, um, I guess going off, um, I guess to start this out, uh, why don't we just go ahead and say, does anyone have anything they specifically want to call out first? Me? Uh, go for it. How much stress does Foresight cost? All right. Yeah. Uh, so foresight. So the, Call it foresight because it costs four stress. So that was an oversight of me. Um, when I came up with the Vox, uh, the major skill, I wanted it to kind of be a kind of a more odd mixture of other things ability, which just kind of comes from the fact that this used to be like back when you could only pick one. Uh, but now that you can actually have doubled, which means you're going to have some kind of overlap sometimes, which uh, there's a couple of ways we can do that. Either we, you know, standardize on what the cost is because that's a clairvoyance skill, right? Because on clairvoyance, it's two. On the Vox, it's yeah. three. So simple change would be to just make it two. Yeah. Uh, the slightly more complicated change would be to eliminate all overlap. Uh, but that means I'd have to come up with another ability, which that was already fun enough on its own. I mean, the, the point of the Vox is it has just this smattering of other abilities. Yeah. But, which I think that's probably the best to keep it. Yeah, just keep the cost, just again, yeah. keep it there, just bring the cost down. Yep. And it, I would rather make things cheaper, especially because then you're just not going to use it. Um, but yeah, uh, so Foresight, I think the easiest thing, I just made two. So it is two off the bat. Uh, did anyone else have something that they wanted to call out? Uh, I, I do. Let's talk about athletic training for a minute. Uh, do we want to just talk about all the trainings uh, yes. for a bit? Uh, so the action roll boost. Uh, I think I was a little overzealous. I don't know if it'd be the right term. Uh, because as part of you, if you take the training in lieu of a magic, uh, that gets you a plus one boost to like 
all three of the corresponding like types of like the skill uh which that's a smidge overpowered that is huge so yeah. i have a basic idea on how to fix it which is um instead right. of having all three you just get one yeah you just pick one which i think that that's an easy enough you just highlight which one you want that's a pretty easy enough change did yeah, we say but, it, was, it was a highlighted procession or you just pick one total? I forgot. I was thinking one total because I feel like since it's a character building thing that it is something that is like a signature of the character. Nope, that's fine. I just remember we talked about that, so I just wanted to get that clarification on Mike. Yeah, I, w- I would say keeping it per character. Um, I think that every like the other stuff, like the specialties for the trainings, like... We know that in the last thing, both sportsmen paid out. Yeah, I mean, plus effect is always going to pay out, though. Yeah, like, I don't think that was overpowered. I think that's just that's what you get. Also, both sportsmen is just fun to say. Yes, Um, I will say this a weird, a weird thing to point out uh, of all the trainings. I get the idea you're going with auto sportsmen, but all of the other trainings apply to all three of the stats. Yeah, well, except for medical training. Yeah, but that's kind of its own thing. Well, no, what I mean is so like academic training is plus effect to research, tinker or interface. Yep. And then it's the same mental. But then athletic is strike maneuver, but nothing for aim. Yeah, which I will I, have, you know, skeet shooting is a sport and fuck you. Yeah, I mean, that is right. <laughs> that is the thing is I I when I was doing that, I. I I was just kind of thinking, because I think we were talking about something that we wanted something to as a boost for driving is, I think, the reason for that. Yeah. Um, that being said, but, I do think that it would make it would be more in line with the other ones. Plus, it would be infinitely more useful. Yeah. yeah no, we, we've kind of just in general shied away from vehicular stuff. Yeah, because that's not exactly in the scope of the thing. We are um, very urbanite. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to think of what the phrase it. Um, there's a term that I'm trying to think of that, like your biathlon and your um, ipsic and all that. It's it's there's a term for it, and I, it's just leaving my head of something sport marksmanship. Marksman, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna call change this to um, practical marksmanship. Or, you know, just marksman to keep it like that. Uh, and then this is just going to be turned into practical marksmans. <laughs> but is your it is your skeet shooting. It is your archery, all that. Yeah, it, it is to in lieu of you are not necessarily a sniper. But yes, he spelled marksman wrong. I see that practical marksmans. That's when you have more than one. Yep. Um, uh, attorney's general, <laughs> man. So I was just gonna. Nope, that's. Uh, you know what? That that works. Oh Jesus, that's huge. Yeah, I, I, you don't. Know. Why is a big boy? Where is it? Uh, where is For Pinter? reference, Lolo made the you... text briefly very big. So what I did was I tried to. Uh, I did a format paint on using the check mark as a, as the thing to paint over, and that is a huge text. Nope, it instead shows the size of the check mark. Yeah, so we're going to do these and then I guess, I guess you can just, I don't know, you do a format paint 
Oh, actually. Oh, that's not going to work, actually, because that's going to merge, isn't it? It didn't work. Okay, that worked fine. But regardless, um, also, I could probably do this off recording. But yeah, I think big thing is making the action roll boost. You pick one. Yeah, no, because otherwise it's just three fucking dice across the board. Yeah. One thing also, which speaking of boost, that I am going to think that I am considering, but it's the thing that I don't have a good off the offhand, a good replacement for it which is the concept of drawing a concealed weapon. Because uh, I feel like for Queen being a fairly new character, getting a shit ton of dice really early. To be fair, I was deliberately abusing the system. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, it points things out like that. But um, in I, concealed weapon one is I don't think it's bad on paper. The problem is it just interfaces weirdly with like fist weapons yeah because it's like if you're if you're like if this is like a like a say this is like a edo period japan thing and you have an eido perk it would make sense but i mean even then if it's like just drawing a weapon like pulling out a knife or what have you it makes sense but it's specifically any sort of martial ability like martial art or whatever and it's the problem with the way the mechanics work that unarmed counts as a weapon it's a weapon which yeah we could solve that by just saying unarmed it does not you all you always have unarmed it is in its own understood slot like it's not a explicit slot in the list it's just you have it because i mean also you have the thing where it's like queen where it's just three different type of feet <laughs> i just but, did that because it's funny yeah but it also illustrates the fact that well I think in spirit that I think unarmed should be its own category. That's just a non it's a understood slot. Yeah. And we're also not a we're not a Wusha game. So different types of armed combat is not what we're doing. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like you can have like an, a a. Uh, you can have like an item. Like I think some of the item slot makes it makes sense to make your unarmed better. Like I think that makes sense. That being said, we could also rewrite some of the things for concealed. That it does make sense that there should be some things like especially in the muscle that boost unarmed skills. Um, and I can go through and check so, to see which. Yeah, it's like one of those weird things. Like having so your normal fists is one thing, but then there are brass knuckles which overwrite your fists. <laughs> That's the thing that I'm thinking. What Rather than those being counted as a weapon, they should be counted as an equipment. Mm, like complimentary, yeah. Yeah, so like the thing with the lockpick set, for example, where it's not necessarily a... It, it's a buff to your abilities rather than its own slot. Because it makes sense, like a brass knuckle... Can just fit into pot like if, if I mean it fits on your hand like it can fit in your pocket just as easily as a lockpick set can. Yeah, and that's why they're illegal in most states. So it makes sense that that is more of a that can be considered more of a accessory rather than a weapon. So I think what we should do is we should consider those kind of things a understood so it's not and then maybe having a perk. Uh, this could be something that for the muscle where you get your monk thing, 
where if you don't have any weapons, you're unarmed against a buff or something akin to that. Like if you're not carrying like a holstered weapon or a like a concealed, like something big that you can get a buff to it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Because Queen's essentially built like a monk. Yeah. I don't so, know. There's that weird Orientalism. So well, I mean, yes, but please. She's a former Soviet. So I was trying to think, does Aravia? Ha- I mean, Aravia almost has the same thing, although she has a handgun. Yep, Aravia well. gets a handgun. Also tends to use uh, not really her fists, but more uh, bludgeons. Yeah, which there's something I could argue that that's necessary. That's unarmed what or like improvised weapons, I think, should also if we're going to keep unarmed as its own. You have their own bespoke category as well. Yeah, yeah. Which they could they could even potentially share because you could argue that unarmed is like a martial art and like there is a bespoke martial art category. Behold, I would tell Aravia in her trained art of Krav Maga. I would avoid that just because we're not a combat. Like this has been an arc of combat testing, but like. We're getting into the careful thing of, like, why are we writing combat rules that are way more detailed than anything else? Yeah. And when we we don't come into combat super rarely. Which is why I'm thinking of just saying, hey, anything that's not a... You have essentially fists plus improvised. You have you hurting someone with the pointy or bludgeoned or blunt part of the stick. Um, or you shoot them is effectively your three categories. Yeah. And even, like, the hit someone with pointy or bludgeon stick and shoot are just the only difference between those mechanically are range. Which even that is not necessarily... The theater of the mind. It is the fact that I think you we have had one case in which range could have potentially done a thing. Where in the last one, if you were in the basement, if you tried to go from, like, one side of the basement with the other with, like, a pocket pistol, you would have problems. But that really wasn't a problem. So I think we should consider that. And then I could go through uh, and then figure out like, oh, hey, this we can rewrite this instead of working with concealed necessarily that it's you like it work can work with unarmed. Um, so as that there wasn't anything specific. I just remember the concealed thing being a oh, this gets weird. Um. I think everything else worked pretty fine. Like, um, there was like a decent amount of actual flubs last time, even I, I in w- cases of like, you'd have, you'd figure like the odds were very much in your favor, but they ended up not being. Oh, I noticed something. What was that? <sighs> so magic main in transform are their own special skill set. Uh, Hey Lola, could you read off to me what, what it is? Uh, in what, which thing? What category of skill Magic Bane and Transform are? Did I misspell Inherit? They're both Inherit skills. Oh, one's missing a description, but... Very greatly misspelled Inherit. Yeah, that's the thing where it is, I wish, I wish Google Sheets had a spell check. Inherit. Uh, it is the thing that, uh, just a little behind the scene thing, I write a lot of this at work. (laughs) Uh, Usually I, also, sometimes on my phone. I, I also will say this. Uh, I like the Magic Bane. It does fall in a teensy bit of an awkward spot, though that's largely by design. That said, I do think explosive incompatibility could 
maybe have its description changed a bit to something clearer. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where it was like, okay, what does this actually affect? Uh, I think the thing that it should point out is that if it's one of those magical abilities where it's like, you're like trying to like directly manipulate, like the thing where it's, um, you're trying to, you can't set the personal, you can't make the person spontaneously combust, but the fireball is still going to catch the person on fire. Yeah, it's the thing of, like, if you're using magic to, like, send something, like, you're trying to fling that thing, your magic vein's not going to, pro- the to, like, neglect, or, like, it's not it's going spe- to yeah. um completely take the kinetic energy of that moving object away. Basically, it depends on its, if, if it's centered on you or not. Yeah, which, that's kind of what I had in mind. Like, um... A lot of the stuff of, like, uh, telepathy would definitely count. Yeah, also, the other thing is backfeed and mundane mind kind of feel a similar niche. I, yes. So you might want to go back to the drawing board with one of them. Yeah, that is actually pretty much the same thing. It's, just Yeah, to clarify, to clarify, backfeed is if someone attempts to use magic that affects your mind, they automatically, automatically receive a backfeed, imposing one harm and two stress against them. And mundane mind is attempts to read your mind return nothing but static. Yeah. Also, for the most part, that's not, well, I guess technically it accounts because if you run into someone with magic band, the one harm, two stress would affect you. But also, I kind of think just leaving it without a d- discreet penalty it's probably for the better because then that gives wiggle room for effectiveness and all that. Basically, the severity of what's attempted on you. Yeah. Returns relative harm. I'll have to think about some things to change with Magic Bane. Um, yeah. Also, Weirdness Zapper is another one of those like. Uh... Yeah, I think that was the one that it's just we're going to keep this from the old one. And then it's Weirdness Zapper, which is supernatural. Uh, are somehow drawn to you. I think that either change it so that it's something completely different or it is something that is a you get a discrete effect on it. Like you get yeah. a a explicit effect because like weirdness zapper is another one of those things that you have zero control over and is largely not something the DM would ever need to factor in, honestly. Yep. <laughs> You're a protagonist. Weird shit happens to you by nature of your existence. Yeah, I think the the intended effect, and there is a discrete effect I had in mind for it, which is basically that if you're dealing with a supernatural creature, it knows where you're at. It it basically has the constant effect of detect life or detect magic, where if it's like, if it's within a certain distance of you, it just knows where you are. It's like seeing a walking black hole. Yeah. It's like it knows it doesn't know what it's there. What's there. It just knows that something is there. It feels something wrong. Yes, there's a void just around and scary. Should probably change yeah, the language to reflect that then. Yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of my point is just the magic vein could use some rewrites as all maybe change out uh, mundane mind. But yeah, not, I, I, I like the concept at its core. Yeah. Also, giving it a little bit more flavor would help. Like, one of the things I was thinking of is, like, magic allergy, which is basically that if you're within by someone, or depending upon certain, like, magical beings will have an allergic reaction to your presence. Mm. I was going to say, would you be able to feel magic bullshit going on purely because of your condition? Um, that also could be something where it is, like, you are... 
Well, magic cannot happen to you. You can feel magic, but it's like... Also, I was thinking, I thought we had this, and that maybe this is what I had an effect of back backfeed, which is if you were within... Like, if you can grab a... Which I thought this actually was a thing. Well, of yeah, so that's the weird thing, too, that I was actually also going to mention, is, like, Toby explicitly has magic technology literally break on him all the time. Which is the thing. I thought that was actually an ability in this. I didn't realize that wasn't, and I thought, like... I thought that was in there because I just kept on seeing like um, backfeed or something. And I thought that was that. Which is why I find the image in my head of Queen riding around on a bicycle hilarious. Yeah. So I think that might be because a good cars replacement. can't be trusted. Uh, we got a turtle combustion engines that work fine. Um, yeah, magic is cheap and convenient. Well, actually, that is a lore thing that all vehicles are electric, essentially. Uh, right. But I so the thing with that is that. There's a specific class of items that I was thinking that could potentially break, like things that really like your mundane, like a toaster oven would not break on them, but like a very specified magical like device, like one Anything. of those magical guns. You could yeah. just like grab it and just snap it. Well, not snap it, but it would like. Uh, yes, do what the fucking boss does to you in Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Pretty much. Just grab it out of their hand and dismantle it in seconds. Basically, if it was like it's the equivalent of like an electrical thing where it's just basically grab it, grab the gun and just all the capacitors and it blow up. So, oh, yeah, no, that is it's something just... I kind of thought was already in there, but I, that should replace one of them. Look, we've been working on this for years now. We, there's going to be some drift. Also, Magic Bane is fairly niche in so far what only two have it and one of them has only one of them's really gotten any use and that's yeah <laughs> so i think magic camouflage so as a full list magic camouflage and uh, monday mine are going to get rewritten as one of them being magic allergy and the other one being the be the ability to break certain objects i mean magic camouflage i think is good as it is but or yeah you back could, feed. You could, i bet yeah. back feed and uh, monday mine and then Weirdness Zapper, I'm going to rewrite that to be a... A bit more overt. Yeah, so I think that should work. We've not really had... We've only had one case for a transform. Uh, did anyone have any problems with their magical abilities in terms of feeling that there was something that should be there that isn't? No. Nah. Yeah, because the standard magical bolt seemed to work pretty well. Transform was fun and just had everyone start passing the sword. I, I will say this. Uh, harmonic lullaby is fucking weird. Um, for audio man, see now that I'm looking at it. Uh, it's action roll places a target into a sleep that lasts for the remainder of encounter. Upon awakening, four harm is restored. Stress cost four. Yeah, so the ideal thing was that basically it's the um, it's the rest ability from Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just like prohibitively expensive yeah I, I would well it's also the problem is that no one has rolled audiomancy yet no. or well, animates which which actually yeah. is something from a from a from my po point of view from the equipment that your characters have which i find kind of interesting is that no one has brought a med kit because well, we don't fight <laughs> yeah also so, something really quick yeah this is this is dumb nitpicky stuff that's kind of an aside. Why does wizardry have a different font? Wait, what? 
Wait, where? Look at the oh, sets I of abilities. Okay, where is the text is slightly larger? No, it's it's definitely a oh. different font. Are you sure? Because yeah. I'm looking at a mine and uh, it's not. Well, it's, then it's just look at, larger. Look at the text for wizardry that's action roll compared to like what the one above it for the Vox. Oh yeah, what the hell? What what is that? That's a good. Okay, that is a different. Yeah, why is it Ariel? It's a good point. Uh, funny you mentioned that. Also, look at telepathy's support ability. Yeah, I bet you that's going to be. I, I'll have to go and fix that. These these are really minor things. I just like it caught there my eye go. when I was looking. It, it is the thing that I would have never noticed that. Um, yeah. Um, so going back though, as far as archetypes, what do y'all think? Where I, they stand now? I think they like. I think they're all got a good core to them now. It's part of the problem is like one. We only have th there's you can't have more like we're not going to have like a f five person group going into one of these. So, oh God, no, no, for the love of so God, no. we've only got so many people who in like three yeah. of us, there's only so many people we can switch through. And like, I bet like what, seven characters now? Yeah, you six, you yeah, because let's see, D well, let's see, since it's close, DM is four. Carnival, you have Virtue, you have Uhar, you have Peony, you have Elmus and Claudia, uh, and then Torpo has Arabian Queen. So, like, so, we've got a good coverage, it's just we haven't it, had a chance to get everyone out there yet. Yeah, it's so that you don't have to balance between 7,000 characters. Uh, I, mean, yeah, from, hmm? I, I mean, for the most part, we've covered a good majority of them. Yeah, no, I meant, yeah. like, what we covered in these past tests, uh, like, the new or the change classes, like, what did y'all think? They seemed fine. Fine. Yeah, because I know, Torpa, you were thinking about the rogue being weird. Yeah, the rogue is still a little awkward, but I kind of understand what you were going for with it. Uh, it's, but... I think, also, now that we've kind of clarified some things with regards to concealed weapons and uh, unarmed combat... Think that I can kind of work with that a little bit more. Yeah, but like get him on tilt is still a little awkward. As much as I like the idea of it. Uh, yeah. Like having an ability, like a taunt ability, I think is like it's very fitting for the rogue. But to actually activate it kind of feels weird. Like it's almost the thing of like I wonder if it's a thing that is like as an action roll, you get an alternate attack that. Uh, you deal half damage, but also you get this thing, but that also might be... No, or like trading increased effect for no def no defense or something like that? Something like that. Like, you can... Effect, and then you take, if you resist, you take one minus one on the die for the resist roll. That could work. There's a couple of things we can do about that. Yep. Um, I mean, take initiative is take initiative. That one's always kind of weird. Yeah, that that is also one of the ones that is taken verbatim from other... <laughs> Just, that's just that's just one that is every force in the dark game. Yeah, even some other games use it other than a jackass. It it is the thing of like we don't really do initiative rules. So well, you don't do initiative rules in Force in the Dark. It just means if like if the players were caught off guard, your character who has to take initiative or whatever it's called in that game, you get the first say of like, okay, here's what I do for the role before anyone else gets to react. It's not necessarily there aren't initiative roles to be done. It's more of just this this it, a sudden situation has changed. You are first. It's also yeah. It's also the thing that I wonder if we should rewrite it to be like basically you you cannot be taken off guard 
or something like that. But that might be a little bit overpowered. But that's yeah. kind of, I mean, that it kind of what that is. That, yeah, that's what it is, is that when you can be surprised, definitely, it's just you are always going to be, like, in that situation. The, the GM has to come to you for, okay, you've got the first action, and then everything else spirals from there. Okay, so there's that. Um, I have one. Up. Yeah? Under the agent. Yep. There's a path over up. It's all connected down here to the bottom. Yep. Let's see, somewhere in your... Somehow your own personal subject of investigation is more likely to tie into the current mission. That is incredibly situational. Um, yeah, that is something that I could either rewrite to be more... It's almost the thing that I wonder if it is the... You can take, like, a down... During a downtime action, you can take a... Um, you can work on a, a personal project to tie the current investigation with something of your own that you have the resources to like connect or something like that. Yeah, that's definitely gonna need to more like thinking on. Yeah, that's also, something just, that on. Yeah, it is something that I, I I'll need to mull over a little bit. Yeah, as I say, going back to the rogue, I do actually really like the idea behind likes to live dangerously. That one's a neat one, uh, which is basically you roll better on desperate rolls, but you don't get experience. Uh, and given the old one too is also solid, which is the the roll better outcomes on fist weapons. Wait, you don't but, uh, get experience at all? That seems like that breaks the curve. Of, or is it? What is it? it? So it's basically you can choose to take an action roll or a plus one d on action rolls. Oh, okay, okay. I was yeah. just it, it, it's a choose thing. I, I forgot to clarify. It's not always there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to clarify because it's basically, do you want to win this role or are you okay with fucking it up? Man, um, what? I also really quick pop goes the weasel. What do you mean neutralize? Uh, so basically neutral, basically try and kill it. Okay. That's it should cool. be, it should be clarified if it, it's going to be something lethal or not, then just yeah. yeah. See, I didn't think I wasn't sure if it was still, knockout or not. So the idea that I had in mind was either. That's why I said neutralize. You either subdue it or you kill it. Okay. Then, yeah, neutralize works there. It's just, it has to be consistent of like, yes, this is, it is just taking something out of the fight and not murder. <laughs> yeah. You are tr trying to make this thing no longer a problem using violence. The power um, of violence. Yes. Great equalizer. <laughs> All right. Uh, did anyone else have anything that they wanted to mention? Uh, I mean, not really... People didn't really seem to use equipment that much. Uh, equipment's in a weird spot just because it's one of those things where it's like we don't. It's one of those things with like a weird spot of like don't know how much we actually need like as full equipment rules as we need. More than like we have this thing, it gives the narrative permission to do this thing. Yeah, because well, I'm trying really, to think. You're good. Some of that is on you to like throw stuff where we would need those at us more. Yeah, that's the thing. It was because yeah, because this was the first time that we've had a case where Torpo almost ate shit. Actually, it's the second both, time. Well, second time. Uh, well, you Aravia definitely passed out at one point. Uh, but I think from a harm knockout, I think this was the first one. But granted, uh, Aravia passing out was also because of getting the uh, getting dazed, and then just kind of things got wonky from there because of the way the uh, the unique worked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's the thing is like, if you were more on threat of actually going down from harm, it would make sense that someone would carry like a med kit or something. 
but he just had not had a need for it. So like nobody uses any sort of medical training. Yeah, but I think there is a there's one of them that is just basically a generic. Hey, if you use this, you get like two harm back or something. Also, there was once someone who had animancy. Thank you, and then they they just didn't. Yeah. Do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, did anyone else have anything? No, I can't think of any last yeah. minute stuff. No, it was it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty like at this point, it's we have re hit the, the everything now is just small refinements. Yeah, I, I think it equipment is. Equipment is still a little weird, but I think it's always going to be that way. Yeah, because we've just not had a need for it. So anyway, uh, I guess if that is going to be the case, that is going to do it for this kind of discussion. Unless anyone had any quick last minute things. Nope. Yep. All right. Uh, well, I guess with that, um, we are, uh, from this point, uh, just to make sure to give me some extra time, uh, we are going to be on hiatus uh, probably for the entire month of September, uh, just as I try and work on the next arc, because this will be the next time we kind of get together will be a much, it'll be a proper arc. Uh, and also, I think when we get back, uh, I think it is going to... There are some things also that I am I'm not 100% certain of, but there is some might be some slight uh, not quite setting changes, but there's some things I have in mind just because how the tone of the missions have gone. Uh, there might be some more background stuff that might change. But uh, yeah, I think with that, that is probably going to do it and by probably. I mean, it is so. I guess with that, I will hopefully see you all when we come back. Most important lesson we learned is never trust Queen to a job where you want anyone alive. Yes. Or really anyone in that group. <laughs> hey! <coughs> Claudia tried. She failed miserably at it, but... Yes. I, I mean, look, Sofskia put up like some token resistance, I guess, but... Oh, she was... Initially. No, she wasn't even trying. It's just you beat her to the punch and killing people. Yeah. I meant when you wanted to get that dude knocked out. Yeah. That one guy who then bit us in the ass. Oh, she, she only did interrogate him. He was dead afterwards. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, with that, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzle, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me or from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola Puzzle. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Puzzle and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.